Hello, welcome in NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast. Here we go, round eight. We're not far away. In fact, we're starting tonight. And let's get into it. First game, Broncos and Sharks. This is a great game to start off with, I reckon. Um, Sharks, you know, showing that they're probably a top four team for um, for 2022. So far, anyway, I think. I mean, they're definitely going to be playing finals. You can you can tell. Uh, whether they can maintain the rage and stay in the top four, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Broncos knocking on the door of the eight. Uh, I don't know. They're going to have to string some better form together if they're going to be a top eight team, I think. But, uh, I mean, certainly, you know, they're playing okay. Three wins, four losses. They're doing all right. Uh, this game is at Suncorp uh, Thursday night. Always good to get a, a good Thursday night game with plenty of good super coach players and uh, not so much the Broncos. The Sharks definitely have some in the form of uh, Nico Hines and out of nowhere, CSC for Talakai. Um, a lot of talk this week about what to do trades-wise. Uh, he's gone up. He's at 700 grand now, 699. I mean, just, just a massive price for the dude who's come out of nowhere really in the last few weeks. Uh, he's always been he's always been a kind of super coach option in the past, just because he's always been a jewel and he'd string together one or two good games and then he'd let you down. Minutes were an issue, and it looks like he's found a home there in the centres. I don't see any reason why he would be going back to the four pack unless there's some serious issues. They obviously have Wayne Graham, Wade Graham, um, possibly coming back in tonight, which just adds to that forward depth that they've got there on the edges. And so, and I think Talakai has just got a home in the centres, and you saw what he did last week. He's not going to do what he did last week all the time. Let's be fair. I mean, that was out of the box, and you know, poor old Morgan Harper uh, is just, you know, he's still, you know, he's he's still in the fetal position, uh, the poor bugger. And hopefully, he he gets back, gets some form, uh, playing Reggie's, and he can get back and play first grade because he, he has been an okay player for Manly. I'll say okay. Uh, you know, for the last year or so, last 18 months. So, I mean, you know, he'll get back, but uh, Talakai's not going to be facing Morgan Harper uh, every week. And so let's just maybe calm our expectations just a little bit. I mean, he's obviously a very important player to get. He's still got a massive break even of 50, so he, minus 50. He's going to make plenty of money still. I don't see any issue why you couldn't get on, shouldn't get on. Uh, because I mean, I think he's a season-long keeper, especially when he get when he gets that dual flexibility option come round twelve, slot him down the centres, and just you don't have to worry about it anymore. And he can be he can be your gun centre or one of uh, one of your gun centres. So I think it's worth getting Talakai this week um, with your trades. Almost worth using a trade boost for. To be fair, uh, if uh, you. You want to hope that you've already got Cleary by now. I think Cleary was worth getting a trade boost, using a trade boost for. Talakai, depending on what else you can get, depending on what else you can get, if you can find a way, if you need a trade boost and you can get two guns out of that trade boost, uh, I think it's possibly worthwhile. It also depends how many trade boosts you've also used. I mean, if you've used a bunch already, you might want to you know, be a little more conservative because uh, you will want to use trade boosts later in the season. 
Um, if you've only used one or two, maybe, then I think it's probably worth pulling the trigger because there are some there are some juicy options to bring in this week, uh, none more so than Talakai. I think Cody Walker is a juicy option this week. Uh, I've had a serious look at it myself. Um, wait and see what I do there. Is I think even though he's shown glimpses of some form last week, I, I, I possibly need to see some more where to do that. But I think getting Talakai is certainly at the top of your priority list if you don't already own him. Um, Nico Hines, obviously, absolute star. Uh, killing it. He's going to be my uh, VC this week. I think I'll pop it on him. I think he's a great option because I can see a few points this week. I'm going to go Sharks 26, Broncos 16 with Nico Hines, the top score for the Sharks. Stags, the top score for the Broncos. Uh, newly minted Stags owners last week. He let you down a little bit. He stagged it up. And after uh, some really strong scores before that and then small scores prior to that. So that's what you get with Stags. Uh, let's talk about it's an origin showdown between Stags and Talakai. Spare me. I don't think either of the two are going to be playing Origin. I think um, I think Campbell Graham is going to be playing in the centres for New South Wales. Um, he's been part of the squad before, and I don't see any reason why his form hasn't been down where he shouldn't be, where he shouldn't be uh, part of that New South Wales setup. Um, when is it next month? I think they I think it kicks off maybe early June. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just uh, hype, just Fox hyping up the game. Um, I don't think Stags or Talakai will be playing Origin. Um, certainly not Stags. It's not proven enough. Not enough good form yet. Um, Talakai's got good utility value, I guess. And when you've got fellas like Jake Travojevic and Angus Crichton that are you know not in great form, maybe Talakai's a bolter for a bench spot. We'll wait and see. Yeah, looking forward to this game. Really fun game to kick off round eight. Uh, yeah, so Sharks 26, Broncos 16. Uh, Friday night, early game. Mighty Penrith Panthers defending Premiers uh, up against the woeful Gold Coast Titans. This is up at Seabus. Uh, boy, the Titans were disappointing last week. Just got pumped, really, by uh, the Cowboys. Um, they they gave nothing. They, they were really poor, the Titans. They were really poor. Uh, Panthers, ultra impressive. Uh, fantastic performance against Canberra. That second half was, you know, it was ruthless. It was relentless, and uh, any other, any other words you want to put in there to describe just an absolute pumping. And I don't see any reason why the Panthers won't put plenty on them again uh, in this in this one. I think the Titans. I mean, they've got to play better. Fafita has gone back to the second row. Um, you know, that that, uh, that option in the centres just wasn't working, and I'm glad that they've moved away from that because, uh, yeah, you know, put your hand up. I made a mistake. Go back to the, the second row. I still think he should be playing somewhere in the middle, um, even if just for parts of the game. Just get really involved in the middle there and, and, and then go out into the edge because he has a break on the edge anyway, but do some work to actually earn that break for feeder. Uh, that's where I'm at there. Hey, look, I'm going to go Panthers 34, Titans 14. I can't go past Cleary to top score back to back 150s. Like I said, you should you should be owning him by now, uh, and if you don't, you certainly need to get him. It's just you, you got he he is a he is still the number one priority. If you don't have him yet, get him in. Uh, just 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 do it. Use the boost. Get him in. This is the last time I'm going to mention it because if you don't have him by this week, then it's 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 not worth the time to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, just a dominant player, Cleary playing. In a, in a dominant team. 
and he's the he's their best player. He controls everything. Lua took a back seat. Lua only got 20 super coach points last week. He took a complete back seat and clearly just runs the show. So look, let's uh let's see how this one plays out. I should have mentioned, sorry, with the Broncos Sharks, uh Haas is dealing with a slight AC sprain there. So, you know, he got jabbed uh in that game and came back out and played the rest of the game. So we'll see what see how the rehab's been this week and could you know could be lesser minutes for uh for Haas this week. We'll wait and see. If it cops another nasty knock, you know, he might be off. And yeah, that's just that's just one to be concerned about. He's still a play. You know, you don't, if you've got him, you don't trade him or you don't bench him, you play him. And he, he just just a bit of a watch there. Uh hopefully, hopefully he can get through uh for the Broncos sake as they certainly need him. Um now, yeah, sorry. Uh, for and also Wade Graham is a possible return, which is really good news for Wade Graham. He's been through a bunch injury wise, so it'd be really great to have him back on the field. He's currently in the 19 man squad. Hopefully, he can jag a starting spot there, and uh, he might, Teague Wilton might make way for him on that edge. All right, sorry. So, with Titans and the Panthers, AJ Brimson to fullback. Uh, interesting move there, just shaking things up. Uh, Jaden Campbell, I believe, is still on the extended bench. Who knows what's going to happen there? Will Smith has moved from the bench to starting 5-8. I don't mind that move from the Titans. They've got to try something. Uh, Four-pack is steady as she goes with Fafita back there now. Herman SAS gets a spot on the bench. Uh, and Proctor's still there. Lasani, who hasn't performed for uh, at all this year, I don't think Tanner Boyd gets a chance uh, to come off as the utility on the bench for the Panthers. Sonny Luke stays on the bench. So Mitch Kenny's still playing Reggie's there. They're giving Sonny Luke another crack. Uh, otherwise, a very settled lineup for Penrith. Yeah, Penrith 34, Titans 14. I might even be being a little conservative with Penrith's score. Uh, they could rack them. They could rack it up. We'll wait and see. Uh, late game on Friday. Bunnies and the Sea Eagles. This one's coming to us up in Gosford. So neutral venue, uh, to be fair. I mean, I guess it's a Rarado's home game. And they do take this one up to Gosford. A better chance of a crowd than uh, if they had the game uh, at Stadium Australia there at the core. Uh, manly fans aren't travelling for that. Uh, chances are you've got more Manly fans settled up in Gosford and they'll go to this game. Bit of gate for the Bunnies, so that's fair enough. Uh, they do this one quite often up at Gosford. Uh, looking forward to this. This should be a good close game. Uh, two teams that are at the, at the lower end of the eight uh, who are expecting to certainly be top eight teams this year. Let's see how they travel. They're struggling a little bit, both of them are. I mean, Manly last week, kudos to them, absolutely put through the ringer in the first half against Cronulla. Came out um, in the second half and played much better. Really stiffened up their defense there. Had more ball, obviously had strong wind behind them, and uh, they controlled things a little better. I mean, they only kept Cronulla to a, a, a solitary penalty goal later in the game. Uh, and whether that was a case of Cronulla, Cronulla clocking off a little bit. A wee bit of concern that Cronulla really couldn't do that much in the second half into the wind, and they couldn't uh, keep that dominance going that they had in the first 40. So that's something to keep in mind. And Get on the Seagulls for uh, showing some backbone there and um, and fighting back. For the Bunnies, Milne has a suspension. So Isaiah Tass, who's a, a cheapie on the radar there for, um, for Supercoach players, he gets a crack. Whether he's going to play in Milne's left centre spot or whether he goes to the right where I understand he has played a lot of his earlier footy at right centre and Campbell Graham goes to the left. Uh, that'll be interesting to see come Friday night. Um, I think Tass is worth 
is worth bringing in either this week or next week. Maybe this week if it's what you need to do to get uh, Cleary if you don't have him or Talakai if you want to get him in. Um, it might be worth going a week early on Tass. Uh, you roll the dice there when you're bringing in these these cheapies uh, before their third game. Uh, oh, it's probably worth rolling the dice if there's no other options there. He is bottom dollar. Uh, for They've also got a host who's done his his shoulder. Uh, it looks like they're not going to go for surgery. They're going to go for rehab. So three to three, four week, weeks of rehab. So that'll be interesting to see what they do there. They have named four middles basically on the bench with uh, Saliba Havili, Hamis Sally, who's re- recovered from that serious head knock he got last week, uh, young, young Gun, Davi Moali, and Liam Knight. So four middles there on the bench. And so I guess that probably bodes well for Jai Arrow to play a full game on the edge rather than the um, 20 on the edge goes into the middle, becomes part of that middle rotation, spends some time on the bench. So, uh, and depending on the scoreline, I mean, Cam Murray played 80 last week. There's maybe a chance he gets a bit, bit of a breather if the Bunnies are in control, um, or he might even just get a wee 10-minute breather, even if it's a close game. And uh, they'll give uh, some of these some of these forwards of the bench a little bit of time to relieve Cam Murray. It's a possibility. Murray is playing super footy at the moment. Uh, for Manly, Kepi and Tapao return into the front row. Desperately needed after a lot of the injuries that they do have. Paseca went down. Davey, who played in the front row last week, went down. Uh, Ethan Bullimore has uh, been given a spot in the second row, along with Carl Lawton. Uh, there is, on the bench, Ben Dravojevic. Uh, Kurt DeLouis, Dylan Walker just manages to get injured. It looks like it's a six to eight week injury and he's back the next week. And uh, Sipley is on the bench there as well. Lurking is Josh Schuster in Jersey 22. Lurking. Uh, he, so he can't be far away from being ready to get back into first grade. You would think he would slot straight back into the second row when fully fit for the Seagulls. Close game here. I'm going to go Bunnies 24, Seagulls 22. Let's go Cody Walker. Time for Cody Walker to step up. He did score a try last week. Let's see if he can set up a few more. Uh, I'll go Cody Walker playing his 150th game, the top score for the Bunnies. Uh, can't go past Cherry Evans, who is missing uh, his best ally there on the edge, in Olakowatu, who is uh, suspended for a week. That will hurt Manly because he's been their best attacking option, though, the one-two with Cherry Evans and Olakowatu while Turbo has been out. Uh, that's been their best attacking option because without uh, Turbo at the back, it really nullifies um, it really nullifies uh, their fullback, whose name is completely comp- Garrick, of course. Uh, it's a different role for Garrick, a fullback. Saab becomes a passenger. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've mentioned what, how I feel about Jason Saab. He, he's a complete passenger without, without Turbo. Uh, Cooler gets a spot in the centres. Good for him. I, I hope he has a strong game. He might even cement himself there in the centres if he plays well. And it just might be a case of poor old Morgan Harper. Sorry, mate, you're on the outer. And Cooler um, becomes becomes uh, the centre for Manly going forward, in which case he's a great buy. Uh, it's something to look at. Uh, a lot of people own Cooler, and he, he hasn't set the world on fire yet. Not a bad option. He will be playing with the round 13 buy, you would assume, for Manly. So, yeah, let's go Bunnies 24, Seagulls 22. All right. Sad day, super sad day. Three games uh, on the menu. 
it starts off, what's the entree? It's the Warriors and the Raiders, two teams really struggling, especially, I mean, the Warriors, you know, recency bias, they lost by 60 points uh, only a matter of days ago to the Melbourne Storm. Um, but the Raiders are in, what, 14th, 15th place? They're struggling away, only a handful of wins for them. When I say a handful, I think it's just two. So uh, not flash going there. Uh I expect a big bounce back from the Warriors. I can't see them. I can't see them. Definitely not doing a repeat performance. I mean, the Raiders are not the Storm. The Raiders will never put 70 points on anyone. Uh, And I can see the Warriors really uh, stiffening up in defense, uh, putting in a much better effort. Uh, Obviously, losing Josh Curran, who is a very good defender. He's also got some really good attack in him. He's got the pass before the line. He's got the offload. So missing Josh Curran is going to hurt, certainly hurt me as an owner. And I've had to get rid of the poor bugger, um, which gutted me because I really, really like him as a player. A few other uh, changes uh, with Timmy Zalesniak, obviously not playing this week. He's been replaced by Rocco Berry. And uh, no surprises that Ed Cossey got got hooked, got benched. Um, No surprises there. Absolute shocker of a game last week. And his replacement is very popular cheapy Viliami Vailia. Um, you listen around to a few of the podcasts and you'd swear, you know, dyslexia is just all over the place amongst the Supercoach podcast community. They can't pronounce this bloke's name. I don't know how many off times they get the E and the L around the wrong way and it's Viala and other other forms of the name. It's, you know, read his name. It's not that hard. I know some of the Polynesian names can be a little bit tricky. Um, with you know extra eyes and extra A's and all the rest of it, this one's not that not that tricky, and everyone seems to cock it up. Vilea, I think that's pretty much it. Anyway, he's on the wing, and those that had him at the start of the year and have held him, which a lot of people would. There's no point getting rid of him if you had him, and uh, he played the one game. He's back, so hopefully he can start. He can stay in the team and he can start generating some cash for owners. There, that would be good to have. Johnson keeps his place with Harris Devita in the. Um, Harbs, Fanua Blake and Lodge they are, they need a big game and I think you'll see big games from those two uh, Wade Egan playing really good footy I would have thought uh, compared to some of his previous form which has just been yeah, pretty vanilla he's playing really well I reckon for the Warriors this year Aiken Sirenen gets a start on the edge and Tavanga looks like he might cement his spot at lock for the time being Tohu Harris, I wonder how far away he is I don't think he's too far away and we'll see what happens there. Harris might go on the edge. He might go back into the middle. In the meantime, I'd love to see some vintage jazz has jazz hands form because uh, when he is playing good minutes, he just racks up the points, just racks them up. I uh, was a was a really happy owner of jazz hands a few seasons ago. You just the ultimate middle forward accumulator, and before you know it, he's on seventy three. Yeah, he, he hasn't done much. Uh, well, he's done plenty, but uh, nothing flashy. Just the just the um, hard-working stuff that you don't take too much notice of in the middle of the field. The bench looks a bit skinny. Otakolu, who's the young hooker, are four. Uh, Elias Akatoa gets a return. And Jack Murchie, not much doing there. And for the uh, Raiders, let's see if their backs can uh, step up a little more. I think they all do Rapana. Where's Kotrick gone? Where's Kotrick from two or three seasons ago? He's a, he's a shadow of the player he was. Uh, Tomoko Valame, Savage needs to do more. Whiten needs to do more. Uh, Schneider's ticking away nicely. I traded Schneider. A lot of people traded him last week, or they'll look to trade him this week. Looks like he's made his money. He is playing well. 
uh, both from an NRL perspective. He'd made a lot of tackles last week. They had no ball, no attacking ball in that second half at all. He's doing okay. And he's doing okay from a super coach perspective as well. Uh, if you don't need to and you just want to hold, he'll be a good valuable number for round 13 for you. Uh, otherwise, if, if, if there's things you can do via Jules, you can trade him and get a uh, get a Cody Walker or if you don't own a Cam Munster yet um, or um, you don't have clearing and find a way to do that, get that, get that done. Um, Tom Starling doing a solid job in the middle uh, there at Hooker. Uh, scoring plenty of points. Whitehead's returns from his um, facial injury last week. And, uh, yeah, boy, let's go flip him a coin. I, I can't tip the Warriors. The Raiders actually were they were very good in the first half last week against Penrith. And even though they gave away a lot of points in that second half with territory and possession, I still thought they put in for the full 80. So I think they'll beat the Warriors. A low-scoring slugfest here. Let's go Raiders 18, Warriors 14. All right, uh, let's go for main course on Super Saturday. It's the Bulldogs and the Roosters. Wow, the Bulldogs. Uh, great stuff that came out uh, last night. Very interesting to see there with Gus uh, taking over taking over the training. I don't know if there's too much. I don't think there's much doing here, to be fair. I mean, uh, on 360 last night, Kenty was, was really laying into them and um, – Oh, Buzz was having a little bit to say too. And I mean, you know, I think they've, I mean, I really like Paul Kent. I usually agree with, with his takes, but I think there's a bit of an agenda here that they have against Gould. Uh, I mean, some fair points. I mean, he mentioned, you know, in the past, you know, when he's seen this before and it's never ended well for the coach and he's probably right. Uh, but it may not be, it may have been something where Gould and Barrett had a talk with each other and Gould said, look, maybe let's play a little good cop, bad cop. Um, you just take a back seat. I'm going to go in and give them all a blast. And and I might take a little bit of training as well and let's see if we can shake things up a wee bit. And, you know, Barrett was probably, yeah, yeah sounds good because nothing else is working. Let's give this a crack. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I think Kenty kind of uh, kind of put a little uh, salt and pepper on it with the story. They bowled through the doors, all very theatrical and dramatic and just started baking everybody and ripped into everyone and let's go on the field and rah, 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 and Barrett was standing there awkward and embarrassed. Uh, I don't know if it would have played out that way, to be fair. Always great to have the dogs in the news, especially when it's bad news. Um, as a as a dog's disliker slash probably, hater is probably a fairer term. Uh, quite enjoyed watching 360 last night. Love it when the dogs are in trouble. Uh, they are in trouble on the field as well. Josh Jackson has got covid and will not be playing. That's a big loss. Uh, let's see what they do there. Um, they might move uh, Max King into the starting role. Thompson might drop back to lock and Max King play prop and start at prop. Uh, you'd think maybe something like that. They might give Joe Stimson some more minutes as well. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. That's going to hurt the dogs, though, who are struggling. And one of their best performers for the last 10 years and Josh Jackson missing... Let's see how much they do miss him for all that ugly, messy stuff that he does on the field that that uh, a lot of people probably don't take notice of. Um, and he's one of the best in the business at that. Uh, for the Roosters, they're struggling as well. Lost the Anzac Day game um, just. Uh, they just can't get the attack together. And I can see this being another clunky performance as well. I'm going to go I'm going to go Roosters 20, Bulldogs 16. Just a clunky kind of an affair, I feel. Uh, Pangai Jr. to top score 
for the Bulldogs. Uh, and let's go Teddy, the top scorer for the Roosters. He showed some good form last week. Uh, plenty of running meters, plenty of uh, activity. Uh, getting the ball in hand quite a lot. And still just not working. Uh, Suwali is a popular pick this week. He is on the bubble. Uh, scored a 50-odd. He did put Manu through for a try last week. And he's a good option uh, to downgrade to. If you need a if you need a cheapie, I think Sawali's probably the best of the lot at the moment. Looks like he's uh, got a got his wing spot cemented for the time being. He might even play a little bit of centers. Momorovsky's not exactly setting the world on fire. So we'll see what happens there. I, I think he's certainly going to be playing first grade for the rest of the year, barring injury. And he's a pretty good cheapie option to bring in ahead of uh, a Tass or a Bailea or... Um, if you don't have cooler yet or something like that. I think pay a little extra and get Suwali a little bit more um, assurance of certainly playing first grade and scoring points if they do get their shit together for the Roosters. Uh, more of a chance of that happening. Uh, I didn't give uh, options for the Warriors Raiders. I'm going to go Starling to top score and Reese Walsh to top score uh, in that game. Uh, yeah, I do like... I do like the Roosters here. I can't tip the Bulldogs, but I think this is going to be a close close affair, possibly a little bit ugly. Yeah, Roosters 20, Bulldogs 16. All right, let's go. Last game before we have a wee break. This game is up in Darwin. It is the Eels and the Cowboys. Eels hosting this one. Uh, funny game that it's against the Cowboys. You'd, if anyone's going to be more used to their uh, weather conditions uh, up in Darwin, it would be the Cowboys. And the Eels might struggle a little bit uh, with the heat and the humidity. Let's see how it goes. Mind you, the Eels have been bringing games to Darwin, I don't know, for the last five or six, seven years. So maybe maybe not an issue. And you would think the Eels uh, are the better team. They are the better team. The Cowboys are playing well, and they're, they're well in the eight. They're on the fourth or fifth place, I think. They're playing really good footy. I can't go against the Eels, though. They just dominated Newcastle, who were really poor last week. I can't go past them again. I'm going to go Eels 24, Cowboys 14. Let's go Moses to top score for the Eels and Tamalolo to top score for the Cowboys. Uh, popular 5'8", Dylan Brown named in the centres again with uh, with the coach's son, Jacob Arthur. He moves into 5'8". Don't like that. Look, I, I, I don't have Dylan Brown in, anymore in Supercoach, and I'm glad because he did jag a try and got 70, I believe, or 67, 70 last week. Um, playing in the centres, I just don't like it. I need those reinforcements to come back. Opacek, uh, maybe Sean Russell's not too far away. You know, Hattrick Hero from week one, uh, then got that nasty rib injury and the punctured lung. Hopefully he's not too far away. And then we can um, have Dylan Brown back at 5'8". Don't like the look of it there. The four-pack is strong uh, with Paulo, with Campbell Gillard playing well. Marnie's finding some good form. Uh, and they love Lane, Papali, Nathan Brown. You've got Makatoa, and obviously you've got Madison on that bench. So just a strong, strong team all around. Cowboys are strong as well. They're playing really good stuff. Uh, Lukey, again, uh, I think he's still a good super coach option for you. Uh, minutes is the issue. Todd Payton, you never know what he's going to do. They do the switcheroo all the time where they name blokes and then don't do it. Between him and Robinson, the two of them, then the team that they name on Tuesday, it's never going to be the team that runs out come come game day. It, 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 they always change things up, and it's just it's getting it's getting boring. It's getting old. You know, Cotter will probably start again, and Lukey will go to the bench. Gilbert will play start things like that. Got to keep that in mind. Lukey's probably not an eighty minute player, 
Uh, so keep that in mind. But he's not a bad buy, and he will be a round 13 uh, coverage player for you. Tamalolo ticking along. Drinkwater still named a fullback. It'll be interesting to see what happens there with Hammer hammering around. Right, let's take a wee breather, and let's listen to 65th ranked Garth with his G-banger. This week, it's a bit of advice on cheapies. Center wing is where the cheapies come from. They play 80 minutes. They're going to get their share of attacking stats. My roster is full of cheapies at center wing, and I've got the two kings. I'm only upgrading the cheapies to a keeper. So this week, there's no trades. I can't get to Nico Hines, and he's the one I want. So I've just got to bite the bullet and suck it up for another week. All right. Thanks, Garth. No trades. Great restraint there. Um, and as I mentioned, he's absolutely killing it this year. He's into 65th overall. Uh, always been a um, uh, an okay player, fair to say, Garth. But this year really stepped it up and just killing it. Killing it in our league and overall as well. So good for you, pal. No trades. Good man. All right, let's go. Let's continue. The Sunday games for round eight and early Sunday game. The Knights hosting the Storm. That's just what you need after a pitiful performance where you only score two points on Anzac weekend uh, in front of your 25,000 adoring fans and get pumped by 37. Uh, is uh, a nice, easy game just to get back on your feet. And, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, no, it's the Storm. Fantastic. Let's see how this, let's see how this plays out. Uh, you'd expect a better performance from the Knights. Um, but you wouldn't expect any mercy from the Storm either, who certainly didn't show any to the Warriors last week, excuse me, and I don't expect them to do the same uh, to the to the Knights. Uh, the Storm are just rolling, absolutely rolling, and like I said, just throffing, waiting for that uh, super sad day, so a super sad day up at Magic Round when the Panthers and the Storm play. How good is that going to be? Two heavyweights just going toe-to-toe. Really looking forward to that. In the meantime, we have to watch this game instead. Let's hope for more from the Knights who have got issues. Brody Jones has been named, but I don't think he's going to play. Uh, the elbow did look pretty nasty. So the options are a little thin there for Newcastle. Uh, like I said in the uh, my last pod, I got a feeling Jack Jones, Jack Johns might even get us might even get a start here. Uh, they need the Sofidi needs to lift. Frizzell's playing well. Uh, he's, I think he's he's playing as well as he can. Uh, even Clemmer's going all right. He did lead, lead in that really soft try. Might have been the first one. It was pretty soft. Uh, and, you know, he was part of that tackle that didn't really happen. So, uh, and, and Ponga, he's got a lift as well. I mean, you know, if he's the man at Newcastle, he needs to do more. But to be fair, to be fair to Newcastle, that halves combo isn't doing it for me. Clifford and Clune ain't doing it for me. Sasagi has to play in the centres because uh, Gagai is gone three to four weeks, cheekbone, I understand. So that's a serious issue. One of their better players is out, uh, and Sasagi comes in. Possibly becomes a super coach option. I believe he is a centre and 5'8 dual. Oh, you wouldn't bring him in this week. Um, if he shows signs against the Storm, then he, he is an option moving forward, possibly. Could be a uh, could be a three week play for you, make a little bit of cash. Yeah, I don't know. Better options out there, but he's there. He's there. Hey, let's go. 
Let's go Storm 36, Knights 10. I can't see the Knights scoring a lot of points. Uh, I can't see the Storm uh, giving up a lot of points either. And the Storm, But they, I think the Knights will certainly be better on defense. And that's why the Storm will only score 36. Uh, let's take Frizzell to be top scorer for the Knights. Can't go past Pappenhausen. They're scoring 36 points. That's a bunch of tries and more than likely a bunch of conversions for Pappy, and he'll be amongst the try action as well. You would have thought just playing scintillating stuff, you know, question marks going into the last round with his ankle. Didn't matter. Absolutely killed it and got a shower, early shower as well. Uh, that team's such a good team to watch when they just get on a roll. You know, when they get on a roll, you can't stop them. Uh, Remus Smith uh, has to pass a HIA. You would think he would be okay, though. And so not too many other issues there for them. And you would expect them just to roll in this game. So, yeah, let's go Storm 36, Knights 10. Uh, last game of the round. This one's a bit of a doozy, actually. Dragons and the Tigers at Wynn Stadium down in Wollongong. Uh, looking forward to this game. Good game of footy here. Two teams won their last two games uh, on the up, especially the Tigers. You know, a, little bit of the, a bit of the uh, spotlight taken off them with a couple of very strong performances the last two weeks against good opposition as well and the Eels and the Bunnies. And they take on the Dragons, who played excellent, I thought. Really tough footy against the Roosters last week. Put them away the week before, and they beat the Knights at this ground. So both both teams in good form. One of them, uh, the train is going to stall uh, after this game. So we'll see who it is. I'm going to take the Dragons. They're at home. I just think they're a slightly better team. The Tigers have snuck away with two... Uh, wins based on you know grittiness and playing well good completion rate last week i think they only um didn't complete maybe two sets in the whole game so certainly playing a good control uh, brand of footy and uh, you know jackson is hastings is helping um helping them out no end they do uh, miss dane laurie at the back it looks like Stafford Toa has been named to play at the back uh yes he has so they do miss a little bit there and the centers is garner and Garner and Gildar, so not much happening there with those two, uh, as opposed to Suli, who hopefully is fit. He, he was hobbling around a little bit in the Anzac Day game, and Zach Lomax, who has been playing really, really good footy. Uh, I'm actually taking Lomax to top score. I think he's going to score a try in this game, and he will top score if he does so, because he's pumping out 50s and 60s without even without scoring tries every single week. I don't think he scored under 50 all year. Uh, so a great option is Lomax. I know one of the boys... Um, Keaty's crew has Lomax and hasn't looked back, and I think he's a solid, solid option. I won't be playing Origin or anything like that. I think he's a solid option for players who want to bring him in and just have something concrete there in the centres where it can be a little bit iffy from time to time. For the Tigers, I'm going to stick with Leilua. I think he'll jag a try as well, and if he scores a try, he'll be their top scorer as well. Dragons 22, Tigers 18. Good close game against two teams that are on the improve. Uh, and yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Dragons. Just it could it could be anything, but let's go with them. All right, best bets for the week. Uh, I didn't mention how last week went for a good reason. Uh, I got I got pummeled, uh, lost it all. Um, these multis, it's just not working out. One out of the one out of the four duds me and things like that. And I think I got six out of eight in my picks. Uh, need to do a little bit better than that. Let's start again this week. $100 in the kitty. What are we going to do? Panthers 13 plus. Roosters just to win. Storm 13 plus. That's paying $2.38. So that's the uh, 
That's my rock solid lock of the week. 50 bucks on that, returning 119. Let's take that. Let's take it all the way to the bank. Uh, let's go with a $20 anytime try scorer option. Let's chuck in four players. I like Olam to score for the Storm. I like Lomax, as I mentioned, to score for the Dragons. I like Suali to dot down for the Roosters. And I'll go back with Cleary, back to the well. I think he'll run in, run in the try as well for Penrith. Uh, that's paying thirty dollars ninety seven, so six nineteen forty eight return. Let's let's uh, let's jump on that. Yippee! Uh, a couple of halftime draw options here. I think Warriors and Raiders will be uh, tied at halftime. Ten bucks on that at nines returns ninety, and also Dragons Tigers halftime draw. Ten bucks at eight dollars fifty returns eighty five. And my eight picks for the week, I've gone Sharks, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Raiders, Roosters, Eels, Storm, and Dragons. Uh, $11.32, that's paying. So 10 bucks returns $113.29. Uh, let's take that extra name. And uh, let's have a little more luck than what we've had. It's been a little a little disappointing. Um, let's see if we can uh, improve on things there from our best bets, which is brought to you by Rocky Roads Mortgages. Hey. You've got rocks in your heads if you don't get your mortgage through him. Thanks for your support, Rocky Roads. And we do need to talk uh, some of the finer details of that support. Um, and we might do that this weekend. That's neither here nor there. Hey, that's going to be the end of uh, the round eight preview. Best of luck to everyone. I, I think, uh, as I mentioned, I think Talakai has to come in. Uh, Suali is a great cheapy downgrade option. Sneaky Cody Walker. Sneaky, sneaky Cody Walker. Uh, he is cheap. He's four fifty or four thirty or something like that. He's a cheapy option that I think you need to look at as well. Uh, there's not a lot of dead wood to get rid of. I mean, injuries like I, I've got to get rid of Josh Curran. Randall was a possible one. He's probably made his money there at hooker. Uh, he could be worth uh, moving on to as well. If you've got the jewels, because it's not exactly a standout hooker option to bring in, apart from Damian Cook. Uh, if you're running with Cook and Grant, then you're going to um, struggle with uh, at origin time. But in between that, you're running with Cook and Grant, so you can't really go wrong. Uh, so, yeah, guys like Randall, Schneider, maybe worth trading out. Uh, talk about Tago. Oh, keep Tago. Tago's a keeper for me. He's a he's a season-long keeper as far as I'm concerned in your centers there. Don't worry about the, don't worry about the money that he's made and then he's going to start dropping money. Doesn't matter if he's a keeper, and I think he's a solid option for you. He's dual. If you're running with him and Talakai come round 12, you're laughing. And I don't think you need to do anything there. Don't do anything drastic. Not a bad, not a bad weekend to save some trades or a, maybe one trade, uh, unless you really need to bring in Talakai. Uh, or like I said, if you haven't got Cleary, you've got to do that. Uh, I think Talakai has to come in as well. Too painful not having him. But otherwise, if if you if you ducks in a row. Uh, maybe just save a trade or two or both this week and because um, you are going to need them later in the year. Trust me, you're going to need them. So, hey, best of luck to everyone. Enjoy the footy, and I will see you guys on Monday. Cheers, lads. Bye-bye.
we get a little crazy. No, we're never gonna survive unless we are a little crazy.